Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpharetus Podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works, where each week we take something from pop culture and try to break it down to better understand it. My name is David. My name is Ben. Benjamin, it's yes. Tension Month. We're Dogs. here. It's tension. tense. We're, yeah. we're all tensed is that, up. Is that we're, what we're doing this month? Yeah, we're big balls of stress. Did we do that last month? No, that's the same month. Last week's episode was this month. Last week? It was pitch black. Oh it yeah, was, that was also tense. Yep. Did you forget... What yes. day and month it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with you, Welcome man. Welcome to like, the middle of the year. <laughs> checked out. Everything, every day is the same. Every yep. day is a fucking Monday. Um, we thought, why not do something topical after doing something that came out in 2000? Why not do something current? <laughs> came out like a month um, ago. Yeah. And something that, you know, it's a TV series that I've watched the whole way through. And, and I, I, I don't think you ever... you only seen the, the Bandersnatch one, right? Oh, I've seen, I've seen others. Oh, I've seen okay. bits here and there, okay. but I'm not like up to date. Have you seen the John Hamm one? No. Because it's the best one. Okay. Why Christmas? Um, Sorry. No, that's all good. Watch it at Christmas. It'll make you real sad. Uh, cool. All right. Which, if you haven't guessed it already, this week we are talking about the tension of Black Mirror Season 5. Spe- episode 1. Specifically Episode 1, Striking <laughs> not, not because one of us didn't watch the rest of the episodes, but because but a when bit. they watched the first episode, they went, no, I'm good. But a little bit because of that. <laughs> but a little bit because of that. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Striking Vipers is the first episode of Black Mirror's season five, a surreal thriller set in the near future, starring Anthony Mackie, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, written by Charlie Brooker and directed by Owen Harris. Owen Harris is sort of the guy who does a lot of the really successful Black Mirror episodes. He right. kind of has this abstracted kind of something about his lens that feels very distant. So he's, and the, he's the Moffat as a writer. No, he well, he's the no, so he's the director. So Charlie oh, Brooker no does all the writing. <laughs> Harris is doing all the directing. Okay. So in that analogy, Brooker would be the Russell T Davies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Owen Harris would be like, I don't know, there's any. This is a really bad analogy. Let's Owen just... Harris would be the Neil Gaiman if he was also a director. Okay. The, well, I don't know why we went down that <laughs> no, rabbit hole. It's a weird um, one. Before we get into the summary, like, yeah, what did you think coming into it? And man, it's like a. So my my like takeaway from it was, on one hand, there's like like Black Mirror episodes, at least the ones I've seen, because I've seen sort of a few ones here and there. They're always about you know when you explain it to someone, it's always you know you explain the episode in the context of like the technology that they kind of riff on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the episodes are usually about like the like the social impact some, of some that human technology. Element. Yeah. But I think this episode, like more than any of the others I've seen. And again, I've only seen like four or five episodes total. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the like the social takeaway is just so interesting. It's it's so it's, fascinating, and it's not like shocking or like horrifying. It's just like it's just, oh, it makes you like what think. are they like what are they doing here? Like it's a weird one, and I have a lot of thoughts about. I it. have a lot of questions. So I'm you have a lot you of questions. Can, okay, I'm hoping that your thoughts can answer. Right. My questions. Okay. Uh, I. So I've seen this episode three times in preparation for this. So I've watched it once. <laughs> I've seen it once. <laughs> so I watched it once, watched it again for research, and then before, so last night after I watched John Wick, I, I rewatched the first John Wick again. That's a good one. I don't think it holds up as much as the other two. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. Tell Pat in the I car. might go back and... Um, yeah. yeah, it's a bit bland compared to the other two. Right. Um, not what we're talking about, but um, <laughs> I watched it afterwards because I was like, I'll give it another crack, and I had yeah. a few whiskeys, so I checked it out, and... In that kind of, I mood. have to say that third viewing was when a lot of things started to line up for me. Like it started to all slot into place what they were trying to do, and I, versus what they achieved. I think. Okay. And I'm curious to kind of pick through that because I think there is definitely a lot of potential in this episode and in this idea for this this particular story right. to explore some concepts that haven't really been explored ever. Yes. Um. <laughs> I agree. But, <laughs> but I think the execution. 
um, whether it's there or not is something we'll get into. Um, okay. I have a lot of complicated thoughts about it. So let's get through the summary quickly because um, I, I think the meat of this is going to be the discussion because I do think <clears throat> yep. there's a lot to unpack and especially given your background and your like experiences with VR and like computer programming and like I worked in software and I think this is going to be an interesting one for me at least to kind of find out your thoughts. So right. Danny and Theo are living happily together with their son Tyler and aspire to have a second child. Danny's old friend Carl gifts him a virtual reality fighting game called Striking Vipers X. The two boot up the game. Within the VR, both players can feel the physical sensations of their characters. As the two pick their favorite characters from their childhood, they begin their first fight and end up kissing. The two then regularly meet in the game to have virtual sex. Theo, obviously noticing something is wrong in their marriage, confronts Danny about his distance. Danny puts the game away and ignores Carl's texts. Many months later, Theo surprises Danny by inviting Carl over for dinner. Carl tells Danny that he's been unable to recreate the sensation felt when having sex with him in VR. The pair then have sex in the game again and try to kiss in real life, but neither of them feel a spark. They begin arguing and fighting and a passing police officer arrests them. Later, it's Danny's birthday again and he is permitted to have sex with Carl and Striking Viper's ex in return for Theo going to a bar and meeting men without her wedding ring. Credits. Well, that's a very quick summary. Well, it's, not, it's not a very complicated. No, plot. not a lot happens, it's, and I yeah, I, it's I think it's in it's it's in the details and it's in the sort of the nuance of the episode where I think it's a lot of the the sort of the the messaging comes out. Right. So I've got really two lines of thinking with this that I've okay. kind of come at it from. The other is like so. So the first one is um, the question of kind of what. So there is the question of what does reality, quote unquote, mean? Not in like a matrix sense, but just like in a general sense, where it's like, sure, which which relationship is more real? Is it like the VR or the real life, whatever? <clears throat> the other kind of line of questioning I have is the, the sort of the argument for um, qualia, which we've talked about as a philosophical concept before, which is that idea of like the layers of abstraction that we discuss a lot with video games, where it's like games that you connect to really readily, like VR table tennis has very right. little layers yeah, of yeah, abstraction. Yeah. Um, before we do that, I just wanted to like touch. I on- have completely different thoughts about this episode. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't, those aren't really thoughts I have. Those are more things that have proposed questions. For me. Okay. So I'll get your thoughts in a minute, but I just wanted to like give you some of the background of. Actually, why don't you tell me your thoughts on it, and then we can pick into that, and then I'll um, give you some of the the general consensus from the internet on what they think of it. Sure. So my what I took away from this was sort of a weird kind of deconstruction of like the nature of infidelity. Mm-hmm. And just like they're they're presenting it in a way where I think it's they're they're managing to take what is always two sides of a story in like an affair and present them as like equal sides, which I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just also just the way that they tackle this eventual technically polyamorous relationship. Yeah, just just kind of it just kind of happens it's like in the it's in the credits yeah and yeah. i and just you know that's that kind of relationship is like it's so hard to present that mm-hmm. in like any form of media because people just don't understand it even i don't understand it it's, it's a bit you know a bit alien to me but yeah i've like this i feel like just does like such a good job and also just like the nature of you just like gender in the sense that one of you know he one of the guys is playing as a female character and has sex as a woman, but he's a That's, man. It's very... Th- yeah, this well, this episode does a lot that I think it's just like, 
you kind of they kind of touch on it and i think for me that was like the big takeaway i was just like oh they've done some weird shit with like gender and sexuality in that this episode. was kind of what i meant when i said that no one had really done it this way before yeah <laughs> I, th- I think like yeah it does pose a lot of really interesting questions about like sexuality and i think in particular masculinity because danny and carl are both like mm. typical physical masculine They're heterosexual jacked dudes black. They're also both black, which is also very important to the story. Well, not important to the story, but important to that message. Yeah, and I I guess my... Look, I like that it touches on it, and I don't think that this is the platform to, like, delve into it in, like, you know, a depth that that could do it justice. But a lot of the criticism from the internet is that rather than delving into the psychology and engaging with the philosophy of, like, the sexuality of these dudes, we just kind of see them dealing with it, how normal bro dudes would deal with it. Like, they have the punch-up at the end. And for me... That's kind of faithful writing from Brooker, right? He's he's like he's saying if this happened to you as like a regular, normal heterosexual straight dude, the way you deal with it would be like a yes, dust up, you'd, right? You'd punch up. You're yeah. not going to sit there and have like a chat about what reality yeah. is, because um, again, they're trying they're they're taking the both taking both sides of this like storyline that happens a lot in media, which is like the affair, which is for most parts like between a man and a woman, because mm-hmm. that's just media. And well, or I would think even between uh, between, not even man and woman, but it would be would be between you and your preferred sexual preference partner, because in this instance, it's a affair between right. two men who are both straight. Who are both straight. So yes. th- I think that's the bit that's I've yeah. never seen before. And it yeah, it, it's it's this weird thing where it's where in media, you know, as soon as you have that kind of. You know, as soon as you bring in the idea that, oh, these characters are gay, everyone's just like, oh, it's just a Brokeback Mountain. Like, you know, that, like, Brokeback Mountain as, like, a film is, like, so, you know, it's like these these burly, burly boys doing, like, manly stuff. But it's, there's so much, like, that film was just, like, we're just going to pump it full of, like, tenderness and love, which a lot of people are like, dirt it's girly. So, well, that, like, that's, I mean, that's... that film didn't do a lot for, like... <laughs> Well, it's, an, it's kind a, of the image. That film is an interesting misinterpretation of the short story because the short story is it, so the the film does a similar thing where it starts off as like this aggressive kind of sexual release and then it becomes that tender kind of loving thing and it's really beautiful in the short story. The film I think handles it less well, right? But whereas I think with this, like they never they never go to that like tenderness area. They're, it's always like the sex is just well, rough. But and I, gritty well, I don't and know gross. That, well, the sex is, but then there's several scenes where you get to see them just kind of, like, hanging out and cuddling in the VR. Yeah, and, like, that's... But you're right. The se- but I, th- I think you're right. It's the same as Brokeback Mountain. The sex is always this aggressive release, right? Yeah. It's, it's like this release from reality. Whereas and I even think- when they are, like, talking, it's, like, it's still, like, dumb like man shit like how does it feel like to get fucked when you have a vagina yeah, like who not asks ta- that they're not talking about their feelings <laughs> no right. right i mean it's like like they do but, but when they when when they go to like but they talk about their feelings not in vr yeah when like the 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 sort of turning point when they're like when they meet in real life and they kiss that's like you know in any other f- sort of story it would that's be like, they'd fall in love. they have feelings for each other but it's like no they're both just like nah but, even- but then one of them, he's still like, yeah, but it's good in VR, right? right. It's like it, it's such like a, I don't know, like a pornographic thing. Let me read you this quote from Guy Lodge uh, from The Guardian when he was he's writing a he just oh, wrote, he wrote is, an article. This is real, yeah, <laughs> this is real reviews. <laughs> yeah, so well, he, so this is like in his piece about it. I wouldn't really call it a criticism, but it's his kind of thoughts it's his about hot it. Take. Um, and he says, quote, quote. 
There, as a heterosexual pair of fighting gods, they are sexually liberated while ironically conforming on the artificial surface to social norms. Back in reality, an experimental kiss between the two men is mutually agreed to be a non-arousing non-starter. If their body language subtly suggests otherwise, the script lets the matter lie. End quote. So I think Guy Lodge is a fucking moron. Um, this whole article... and <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll come at you, Guy Lodge. I know okay. that you're a very decorated writer, but... Jesus I, Christ. But, but I, you're really punching up right now. <laughs> but, well, well, basically, his whole thing is that this, 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 uh, this piece of content, this episode, sure. doesn't go deep enough. It's too shallow. Um, and he's like, oh, but it should delve more into the sexuality. You know, it, it, uh, it allows them to conform to these heterosexual norms in real life while giving them the sexual liberation in VR or whatever. Yeah. I think, com- which, yeah. Yeah, it does. Which is not missing the point. That's the point of it. Is it saying, hey, if that is the case, how do you deal with that in yeah. a society? It, it make like, this is, you know, when you, when you think about, again, I'm going to come back to the fact because like, this is like an affair story. When you think about stories that have these, kind of arcs in them there's always the protagonist and then like the homewrecker mm-hmm. whereas this is like both carl and you're gonna have to remind me of his name danny both carl and danny you're kind of you're shown like a pretty decent chunk of their lives they have different you know goals and aims like danny danny is more of danny's a, a family man danny's more of a family family man whereas carl is sort of living that that bachelor life like two fairly sort of stereotypical like like masculine social norms gender norms kind of archetypes and they're saying what if these two people had an affair Mm -hmm. like it's not it's not the family man with like the hot neighbor it's not the bachelor with the porn you know it's It's the bachelor with the it's the bachelor with the family man like that presents such this interesting idea where as a viewer especially as a male viewer you're able to and especially as a male viewer of a of an episode about vr which i'm very interested in Mm. you're able to see it from both sides so when you know when uh when carl gets like the message when he's at the tailor and he like he like gets the he gets the call and he quickly rushes outside Mm. because he's like so keen to talk to his bro you're just like oh he's he just he really likes him like it's not like oh he's needy or he's desperate he's just like no he just so he enjoys his call, man. Yeah, he's calling me. He's 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 close. He also, likes how, how him. Cool he likes... the, how cool are the how cool are the foldable smartphones? I want, the, well, I want them in real life. Well, that's the Motorola. That's the new Motorola Razor. That's basically. a real phone, is it? It's it's about six thousand dollars, but it, it it's it, like that's the new one, the I, new Motorola Razor. Um, it's it's got that it's got that foldy. Um, I'm pretty sure it's actually like almost product placement. <laughs> David's just doing a Google for this phone. You keep um, doing the episode. I'm Galaxy Fold. No, that's no, 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 that's the shit vertical one oh. it's the motorola it's the motorola yo phone. yeah dude yeah dude yeah. it's hype that's hot um oh. i didn't realize that was a but yeah thing. like you get that perspective yeah and i think that is like super important i think that for me was like the major <laughs> big away really major takeaway yeah. i think the the sexuality thing they i don't think they like they don't really delve into it the, that the script much. is less interested in it which i yeah. think is i think what's happening is people who are very left about media are like criticizing it for not delving into it enough and i think i'm like yeah sure whatever but i don't think that's what the script is trying to do i think, I think the it's episode kind of, it's like that's kind of d- bad faith criticism i think so because the story's more interested in saying yeah you're right it's it's more about infidelity and it uses the vehicle of this vr that we don't have at the moment to explore that um because i because i think the takeaway at the credits where they both well, because both, for both of them, it's both of them, it's like a liberation. Yeah. I think that's what the focus is. It's it's not about. 
Let's say it's not about sexuality because polyamorism is inherently sexuality. You mean that? But it's, to it's, a lesser degree, it's yeah, it's it's like it's relationship um, dynamics rather yeah. than sexual preference, which is such a yeah, which is a really complicated thing to try and distill into. Because, you know, we have the, the language for intersectionality with a lot of stuff at the moment, but that, whatever that is, that area of, like, grayness where it's like, this isn't necessarily about sexuality or about sexual preference, it's about the way that that relationship with you and someone else is formed and, and how that functions. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a term of psychology for it, but but to <clears throat> me, that's, that's that's a really weirdly nuanced thing to be able to communicate in a in a TV episode about VR, essentially. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess on the note of the VR, like, obviously I'm sure you have some interesting thoughts about this idea of a, a fighting game where you can feel things that are real, that, that then lets game you not where, fight. Like, you have, yeah, you have you a have penis. Because, compl- well, the other thing is, that, bit weird. are they playing on controllers on, or, like, because, so there's a lot of questions, but I, I think the main, because I don't want to get too much in the mechanics. I mean, it showed that they're not playing on controllers. Because they, It's, yeah. it's just like a brain interface. It's like in your brain. Yeah. So, here's the question then, is, you know, given that at one point Carl says something where he's like, nothing in real life compares to having sex, you know, with with you in the game, um, when they kiss in real life, they feel nothing. So, we then to believe that it's the intersection of the VR, their relationship with the video game characters and their two individual personalities that mean that this is so irreplaceable. Because at one point, Carl even says, I fucked a polar bear and I still can't get you out of my mind, which is the most iconic line of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So is it, is it, is it the, the convergence of all of well, My favorite things? bit is where he talks about going online and sexually harassing other people. Mm. Like, that's fucked up. Like, I don't want that in my VR game. Mm. Um, but I guess that's in this VR game. Um, Right, well, because, like, I guess that's the first thing that would happen. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But so, I guess this is the question, is do you think that it's the intersection of all of those things about these two people that makes that happen, or is it the nature of infidelity that it feels like it's irreplaceable? I think, for me, the VR is such, like, so not, like, important to the story. For me, it's just the vehicle for creating this kind of dynamic between two people. Because mm-hmm. you can't, you know, you can't have a story with two men who are like cheating on their wives or partners with each other it's just they become gay and that just adds so much onto the pile of like sort of like what you expect from these characters what you how you expect them to react in society how you expect other people to react Mm -hmm. to them in society whereas i think with the vr and with them able to say like yeah he's now a girl they're having straight sex it uh, it's it just serves as a way to get rid of you know there's even the line where he's just like oh is this gay and he's just like no that's not gay and also, it's just a vr game also the fact that all three of them are the same ethnicity theoretically like You're talking about the main character the main character well like um danny uh, his, his danny carl and theo yeah and they're also all- carl's girlfriend at the time i guess is well also- i i i take that as like whatever but like it's <laughs> Like, I don't, I think that's more of, like, a counterpoint. I just think, like, the idea of, like, the, it, there's also not that, you're right, there's not that added layer of, like, now there's a race element in yeah, society. Yeah, like, yeah, it, then, it is, yeah, ju- it is yeah. a very simple way of doing it. It's very much, they've, they've managed to, they, they've used VR as a way to take, to pull off all of that extra baggage that would come with doing a story about two men in straight relationships having sex with each other, which is, like, an, you know, it would, it would label them if, as, by most people, gay, but correctly by mm-hmm. but but that just adds that suddenly turns it into a story about two bi men 
in relationships Whereas this isn't where that. they're this unhappy and they're having I sex with each other. Whereas this hmm. is different. It's two straight men who are cut like you know there's it's implied that danny isn't super like in like you know he's kind of like looking at other women and stuff like that and mm-hmm. carl is like always on the hunt for for you know young girls and stuff like mm-hmm. that or because he waxes his balls i guess um that's a line in the episode it's a great one um yeah. but it you know they're they're presented as like very straight men but again like because you have these two male characters and again like most fucking protagonists in media currently are male like mm-hmm. there's yeah there's a reason they've done this and yeah, you, you just, yeah, you can just see it from both perspectives. It's, like it's, it, it's yeah. just that extra baggage they're able to get rid of. I, I think I think one of the one of the takeaways from it that you've correctly like I don't know, or, or that you've summarized really well that I haven't really thought about is that this is the kind of thing that guys straight guys should watch. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> what this does is it Okay. This empowers you as a guy who might fail to empathize with the other side of infidelity. It empowers you to get how and how and why it happens. Yeah, because you can. So, like, as, as an example, in the room, right? Tommy Wiseau's character is like, you know, she's a bitch. She treated yep. me poorly. She fucking cheated on me for no what reason. An insane, and, like, and piece we, of media and, to use as a reference. And we ne- <laughs> well, we never get her side of it, right? Right. And 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 the whole film is this rent this really like poorly poorly nuanced. Sorry, it's it's a poorly written, but in in being poorly written, an incredibly nuanced rendering of what it's like to be the a guy, guy who doesn't understand yeah. why infidelity happened yeah. and blames just the woman yeah. or just the other person. Yeah. So I think this is the and exact- most media gets caught up in that. This is the exact yeah. antithesis of that where it goes, actually, because what we, what we can do in this scenario is we can abstract ourselves from the gender roles and we can say, you're a straight dude. You understand straight dudes. Mm. Here's what it's like as a straight dude. On both sides on both of the sides story. On both sides of it. So yeah. then when that, something like that does happen or when someone says, oh, you know, I'm, I'm sleeping with, you know, someone that isn't my partner or, or that, you know, when, when someone is, um, you know, unfaithful to you or whatever it might be in the particular relationship you're in, I think it, it empowers you to be empathetic in a way that, that I can't imagine any other TV show giving its audience that ability in such a way that's really important right now. Yeah. Like you could, you, the, the world's kind of on fire. And I think that one of the things we can do is teach people to empathize. And I'm so impressed with the, yeah, they, they could have delved down the sexuality rabbit hole, but I don't think that's as valuable as them going, actually, let's have a look and let's say, hang on, you can relate to both of these dudes, right? Everyone's been the person who wants to, you know, everyone can relate to the guy who wants to settle down. Everyone can relate to the the guy who just wants to kind of sleep around and and uh, and has this bachelor lifestyle and plays his cool ping pong game. Or Once a year, gets to bone down his best friend. Right, but yeah. it's like you suddenly go, oh, now I understand. Like, and also the fact that they have this kind of almost polyamorous relationship once a year. That you, yeah, you can see how people get to that, and instead of what happens now when it's like polyamorous, whatever, it's like you can kind of understand it. Yeah, and I think that the reason. It, it, more power is given to it as well because they don't explicitly show like how it led to that point. You know, we don't see the conversation between Danny and his God. I wish I remembered her name. Uh, Theo. Theo. We don't see the conversation between Danny and Theo that leads to that decision they have where once a year they go and do their own thing. And you don't, you know, you don't understand like the. They're like there's bits about it, like you know you things in like polyamorous relationships it's like like things like boundaries like what's okay what's not mm-hmm. you know like what's the what's the rules and shit and like also that like what do you tell each other what don't you like yeah, all that it's, it's very yeah case by case yeah because because it's case by case i think that 
you know, that's, that's why, why they, they didn't show it. it. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, it's it's a case-by-case basis. It just shows, like, you know, here's a situation where two people who both showed a desire to sort of have that kind of relationship. You know, we get it from Theo where mm-hmm. they're talking at, on their anniversary and, you know, she's talking about how she's had to, like, you know, she gets talked to guys at bars and she has to say no because, you know, mm-hmm. she makes sacrifices and stuff like that. Whereas, you know, Danny this whole time is not making any sacrifice at all. He's just going in. Um, yeah. And it's, but yeah. when they, when they both come to this understanding of just like, all right, there are sacrifices we make, but then we've made agreements to like, yeah. and, it, and you know, it, it facilitates them having a second kid, which is what they wanted in the first place. Yeah. I guess the, the victory. Yeah. You win. You, okay. Let, Good ending. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, yeah, no, definitely. Okay. Let, let's like jump in a little bit deeper because I want to pick your brain about the VR. I know it's not the point of it, <laughs> sure. but I'm so curious. You're just, you're just like, what, is, what the fuck? Yeah. When, okay, when we sure. talked about Serenity and you were like talking about like the AI and stuff, I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I want to get your thoughts on this. Okay. So sure. the question of what is real in the context of VR, mm. um, our main boy Lacan, he's getting back involved. He's coming okay. back in the mix. All right. So, Lacan would contend that the reason VR feels real for the characters in this story, I'm talking specifically about the story, is that there is no presence or absence in this VR. In real life, the characters um, and nostalgia of the game are absent. So, like, so what I'm trying to do is I'm comparing real life versus in the game. So, in real life, um, the characters that they play, the avatars, are absent. And the nostalgia of the game, because obviously that's a part of it, is that they played Striking Vipers a lot when they were younger. Um... In real life, um, those things aren't there. And also in real life, the relationships, ties, sexuality, everything else that Danny and Carl have are all present. Right. However, there's an argument to be made that the sex in the game is beyond the symbolic because there's something about it that transcends sexuality, race, age, appearance, even like gender preferences, like everything. And there's an argument to be made that it's an authentic, unchangeable, primordial, like, something. Because there's... And the reason that I'm kind of curious about this in this story is that they erase the... When they go into the game, they erase the symbolic because these are guys who've been conditioned by society or by their own preferences. They were just born in a particular way in a sexual preference. They look a certain way. They act a certain way. They are a certain ethnicity. But in this game, they can choose to castrate themselves from that symbolism and just be whatever. Right. And isn't there an argument to be said for like you know we talked about it last week with riddick uh, with uh, pitch black rather where it's like if you can completely castrate yourself from the symbolic ties you have you can access you know whatever it is that underlies everything whatever that that single truth is and i think you could make an argument i'm not making i'm just saying this is kind of my thoughts around is you could make an argument that this vr allows both individuals danny and carl to access this kind of sublime thing that doesn't exist like you can't you can't the, the the idea of the two characters that you played is you know when you were much younger dudes um that you kind of one of them you found really attractive and like the fact that that relationship feels real doesn't make any sense in reality so it must be sublime in some way i don't know there's something to that where i'm like is is when we get to that point in vr because it's probably gonna fucking happen at some point like yeah seen, probably like ready player one like all that shit it's like when you do get to that point does that f- not that it feels more real but that it feels more authentic because you're not tied by like the f- you know Carl Carl and Danny aren't tied by the fact that you know they're bachelors or they're, or they're family men or whatever they just can experience this singular connection that is abstracted from everything is do you think that as a society like with VR like is obviously we're going to get that technology wise but is that something that 
is going to really fuck us all up? Or what are your kind of thoughts on that? I guess. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're fucked, right? Yeah, it's absolutely. all over. Yeah. Um, I mean, or you know, if you, and I think we're, you know, how far through interface have we gotten? We've gotten pretty far. We're like we got up to the weird beds, right? Yeah, we're we're like, well past the weird beds. Yeah, so that that's sort of like a that's like a completely like horrific sort of endpoint. But I mean, need to give it a little context. Ah, uh, just, just the idea of people sort living of living their entire lives in VR. Basically. Yeah, living their entire lives in like well, not even VR, but just like this. That's called the feed, and it's it's literally just like you know, if you you take social media now which is just this sort of abstract form of communication and like information, which is like so not natural, <laughs> like new, like news feeds and like Twitter feeds are just like, they're not, it's not a natural way. It's not how we're built. We're, we're supposed to, and I've we're supposed about- to tell stories and we're supposed yeah. to learn from like being shown things. Mm. Or, like the, that's the, how humans have the, sort of grown yeah, up. Yeah. The travelers who come through your village, you know, once or twice a month, if that, they tell you what's going on in the world. You yeah. have time to process yeah. it. When, you, when you're in school, you get you get taught math and then science and then English, and then you go home, you go to the next day and you repeat it. Whereas like social media, it's just like, it's just like There's information. No yeah. So I think that kind of like level of connection is going to get pretty wonky where, and I think to a degree that I don't think it'll go to the extent that's like described in interface or even like this mm-hmm. in terms of uh like level of technology yeah it would probably get something like that but in terms of like what it gets used for like i don't think people are going to be having sex in vr just don't think it'll happen um well, not anytime people will future. watch porn in vr but like sex in vr might be a bit weird mm-hmm. or a bit different or just like not really be a thing people are into um but yeah. i think like what comes from that like um like an interface where you know, people are going through these like feed feed stories or like feed adventures, yeah. and then they get bored, so they just start like jerking off because it's like, yeah, whatever, I'll just start jerking off because you can always you can just jerk off whenever you want yeah. and these kind of things, like that kind of just like. Whereas in this game, it's just like, oh, they're like they're in love and they're they're having passion. It's just like, no, they'd just be like jerking off just the whole mm. time. <laughs> I see what you mean. Like, yeah, techn- like. I think, and this is just like purely just like cynic, like cynicism, and mm-hmm. kind of just like what I think. But it's, I don't think there would be that kind of like pure like one to one. The intensity of those connections. Yeah, like I, I think it would get like. No, I, th- it, I think you're, it, no, it, you're you're there'd right. There'd be like a perverseness to it. Like you wouldn't get angry and like have like a you know like when uh when Danny in the game gets like angry and like punches like the game over sign, which mm-hmm. is like pretty funny. It's like that's like that kind of like emotion i feel just gets like lost when gets you're muted. yeah like because well, we see that already on social media yeah when you're scrolling yeah. social media everyone's either just like well like at the moment everyone's just screaming constantly <sighs> like everything you see it's just like high level anger like there's no like that's the baseline well there is some nuance and it's in a little pocket there's that- like bits here and there but like yeah. it's, it's usually not like it's usually not at the forefront of like social media right. abuse. It's usually just like more like slightly more traditional media. It doesn't make a or good like headline. more nuanced kind of like or specific niches like our show or like wisecrack. Or yeah. Like, Whereas like, whatever, like yeah, when you're be. when you're sort of just like going through, you know, if you go in like a comment section for like 
an article on Facebook. It'll just be like people having very strong opinions about whatever the article was mm-hmm. about. Or it'll be people tagging someone else. Like that's, it's one or the other. It's either someone who's, it's, it's their name and then someone else's name. Or it's someone who's written six paragraphs about why they disagree with the article. But it's no one like going through and having those like intense connections. But no, then, but it, no, then, one, no one tags someone and then says, what do you think about this? And then has like a long conversation with that one but person isn't, isn't and the replies. Argu- isn't the argument then <laughs> that with the VR, the abs- like, because I think that's because social media abstracts you enough that you feel like you can scream into the void and not have any consequence. Right. I wonder if when VR gets to that point and when it's one to one, that maybe that isn't the case. But th- this isn't a, this like this game that they're in. It's a game, and so you know when you when you have something as mainstream as social media, and it has sort of like social media has sort of gamified elements in it in the sense things like getting likes and like adding to your friends yeah, count. Like there's yeah, there's techniques that they use. It's heroin. To, yeah, yeah, you know, and when there were actual games like Farmville, those were like other ways to force you to get in. But then they realized, oh, we don't actually need to use Farmville. We can just use bad political takes. Yeah, or um, just dark UX patterns, we- like easy yeah. shit that ruins the world. So yeah. so I feel like, you know, when, you, when you're talking about something like, uh, like when you look at just like video games these days, you know, they're, you know, when they do shitty things like microtransactions, well, like when games are at their worst, they're not as bad as Facebook at its worst. I see exactly what you mean. So okay, when, yeah. with this future VR game where you can bone each other, that wouldn't be as bad as that future's VR or like that future's still, social media. It wouldn't media. be as bad as fucking Facebook now. No, no, like, probably not. That's the goddamn truth yeah. of it. It, it seems like a fun fighting cause, game. Cause these, these, these fuckers <laughs> go about their regular day and they put the they leave the VR at home. Yeah. So like, they have a good relationship. And they the have end. healthy relationships in their life. Yeah. So you're totally right. I, basically what we're saying is I think that no, you. Oh, that's fucking interesting. Yeah, because I, you're totally right. It is the case that that as much as this social, like as much as like, yeah, this this VR, like, te- like technology always gets like these days, technology gets more social as it sort of comes along and becomes more advanced. So I think what's going to happen is, yeah, you're right. Most people would use it in the way that you described earlier, where it's like very shallow connections, just dumb nonsense. Yeah, and you would have a like very actually sexually abusing yeah. people in this and fighting. You'd game. have a very small yeah. niche of people who would find a way to use that to develop deep intense emotional connections same thing with social media you do have people yeah. who find like it, it like, has to happen yeah i'm exists. sure it happens it hasn't happened to me well i was but. i was thinking about it and i was like i've never met adam before but he's oh, like one yeah. of my better friends true like and probably like i'm better friends but like that's even because that's that's not just facebook that's that's across that's more of a human connection because you have multiple but that you that's, have multiple ties but that, to them. that's what i would see the vr thing as being because you would also right. have them on your your phone and, and yeah you, like but uh, that's that's what they have in the show you know they have a yeah. relationship outside the vr uh, yeah there were you know th- yeah. it's it's yeah there's more to it i think and like yeah. again a lot like black mirror a lot of their episodes when they're set in the future unless they're about social media like the uh the, the downfall or like the fault the one with the social credit score oh, like unless it's explicitly about social media shit out yeah of me. unless it's explicit explicitly about social media they tend to just kind of like assume social media will stay where it is today and it's yeah, like well, nah <laughs> no it's gonna get worse <laughs> nah, it's gonna get much somehow worse. <laughs> yeah someone will make some app that oh. just blows your fucking mind with how dumb it is yeah i'm scared for, i'm scared for when that that like because it's going to happen. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I, I guess, like, to try and wrap it all up somehow, I think definitely um, 
definitely a really interesting concept and i disagree with the criticism that it didn't delve into the sexuality enough i get why that could be a criticism i think bad faith in this instance yeah for it's, me it's more interested in that fidelity for me i don't think it needed to delve in because it still made me think about things um and especially if you sort of just consider like the polyamorous angle and just the nature of these two straight men having sex with each other like that has sex that that's inherently like has the idea of sexuality in it um just because it doesn't delve into the concept of these two guys are fucking and they're straight it's just like to me yeah it's like it's not really it's not the main point of the episode yeah if 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 nothing else it facilitates a group of people empathizing with another group of people that is hard to do yes because they they are not a targeted minority they are not a protected group straight dudes generally we. speaking <laughs> we're cruising right yeah and i think if you can teach those people through media if education's not doing it we know that for a fact <laughs> if you can teach them through the media they consume media is a good form of education. that's kind yeah. of the point of telling stories is you yeah. can communicate a worldview that you couldn't access otherwise and that's really like the point of everything that's the point of why you watch you know black mirror or game of thrones or whatever it is is you get access to stories that either can't happen in real life or don't happen in real life, or don't happen in your life. And that's a valuable tool, and especially given the way this one is particularly structured and written and cast and executed, I think it's the world is probably a better place for having this episode in it. And I very rarely say that about TV or Netflix or anything (laughs) in general, but I'm really glad that this exists, and I'm really impressed with Charlie Brooker once again for just taking an idea and saying, actually, how can we better people with it? And that's kind of the point of media. Do you have any recommendations for this week? Uh, I finished Far Cry Five, and I recommend it. But in the, uh, when when Ben got here, it was like I'm want to buy I'm, the new. One. I have to buy the next one. <laughs> the I have Far to buy Dawn. New Dawn new, is it because new Dawn? yeah, because yeah, it's a direct sequel. I'm really annoyed with how Far Cry Five ends. Yeah, and I'm mad, and I want to. Did they play you the in? You want to play the next one? Yeah, a little bit. That's rough, dude. Yeah. Uh, I. It's more expensive. Ah. Oh, oh, really? Same engine though, isn't it? Well, because it's newer, yeah, so yeah, brutal. still has that price. I um, I rewatched John Wick the first one last night. Not that impressed. It's not a recommendation. Just go back and watch it. <laughs> I would love to know. I would love to know what you guys think. Going back now, right? Um, I was telling Pat in the car. I was like, eh, kind of shrugged my shoulders at it. Yeah. Um, don't know. Not that thrilled by it compared to the other two. Not as much world building. as Started what watching uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So okay. uh, weird. Cool. That's that's a weird one. Yeah. I will report back when I've watched more. Yeah, please do. <laughs> um, otherwise, where can people find us? Facebook at DCMworks Social. YouTube. YouTube.com slash DCMworks. Twitter at DCM underscore works. Patreon. Patreon.com slash DCMworks. Our subscriptions start at three dollars a month. You get access to all kinds of great behind the scenes content as well as our post show that we do. Almost every week, if it's not too late. Um, this post show that we're doing right now is going to be about our reaction to E3 2019. Wow, video games! Video games. <laughs> so if you like VR and you like video games, fucking check that out. If you're watching it live, uh, we're going to have a five-minute break and then come back. Let's the post show comes out in both an audio format on the RSS feed that you can subscribe to, so it's a private Patreon-only RSS feed, uh, and also in video format if you want to watch it that way. So depending on your preference, you can get it one of two ways. You also get early access to all kinds of videos. Um... Also, like, in-progress stuff, too. So there's a video essay I'm working on that's up there now, as well as a weird video that Adam and I are working on, so that you're involved in. So oh, yeah, can, I am in that so one. So you can check all that out. I um, can see me. And Adam, Adam and I are working on a comprehensive developer diary of that video because it's 
become quite complex. Jesus Christ. So there'll be a four-part series of, like, how oh it happened. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, yeah, Adam's been telling me that he's been filming just a fuck ton of B-roll. Yeah, yeah I've been working with him a like, lot. Like, camera so. on for hours yeah. and hours it's doing time-lapse. It's going to be The video it's itself insane. is going to be fantastic. Um, otherwise, I also wanted to plug, I was on an episode of Slopfest a few weeks ago. Uh, it's our friend James's podcast. Sloppy uh, as fuck. It's incredible. We're recording another one this week, hopefully, um, which is going to be buck wild. Check out the latest episode. It's kind of fucking weird it's very dank the latest episode <laughs> is all i can say there's a lot of dick talk you're not allowed to say that word am i David? too old to say dank? you're way too old Shit. bleep that bleep that future David. yeah we'll bleep that out um otherwise if you want to follow us individually i'm at dcm i hate pie i'm at literal citrus we'll see you guys next week mm.